Most professional exterior paint jobs are guaranteed two to three years. Rhino Shield is guaranteed for 25 years. Hey, everybody, Todd Jeffries here for Rhino Shield. It's a ceramic coating that is eight times thicker than paint. It can be applied over any surface, including wood, bricks, stucco, steel, hardy board, vinyl, even your roof. And right now, they're offering a 15% discount. For a free quote, Texas Rhino Shield at 855 Rhino TX. That's 855 Rhino TX. And online, Texas Rhino Shield. The Todd and Oz Show is live. Get in on the conversation at 512-836-0590. Now, here are Todd and Oz. Come on now, jump in. It's 903. This is the Todd and Oz Show, and you can join us uh, anytime you want at 512-836-0590. It may be growing in numbers, but uh, at last check, that uh, that Vladimir Putin interview with Tucker Carlson, Apparently has topped 100 million views. 100 million, huh? Yeah, that's a big deal. And it hadn't been up even for a full 24 hours yet. He had to leave Fox News to uh, to collectively have more views and more lead, more, more more viewership than all of the mainstream media combined last night. He's got some long Think arms about nowadays. Think about that. Uh, more people listened to that interview than CNN, MSNBC, uh, all of those major news networks combined. Yep. Yep. I mean, that that is huge. Well, I mean, it's a very compelling interview that he, that he he did here. Sure, I think a lot of people, no matter how they feel about Vladimir Putin, were were very curious, if nothing else. Yeah, uh, I did notice it didn't get a lot of coverage from Fox, though. Well, that's what <laughs> happens. Seem to want to touch. Well, they don't want to touch their you know fired employee, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they touched on a lot of things. They talked about. Uh, well, Tucker asked about uh, you know uh, the fear of Russia invading Poland if we backed out of Ukraine. And, uh, and Vladimir Putin at one point said, stop giving Ukraine weapons and all of this ends in a matter of days. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he did. He just said it's very simple. Yeah, listen, well, uh, weigh in on it because I know you watched it. I know you got thoughts and opinions about this. Uh, jump in at 512-836-0590. Here is just one portion of that conversation, specifically talking about what is the greatest threat to Americans and our way of life. The debt, the national debt. The U.S. dollar, which has kind of united the world in a lot of ways, maybe not to your advantage, but certainly to ours. <laughs> is that going away as the reserve currency, the, the, common, the universally accepted currency? How have sanctions, do you think, changed the dollar's place in the world? You know, to use the dollar as a tool of foreign policy struggle is one of the biggest strategic mistakes made by the U.S. political leadership. The dollar is the cornerstone of the United States power, but they won't stop printing. What does the debt of $33 trillion tell us about? As soon as the political leadership decided to use the U.S. dollar as a tool of political struggle, a blow was dealt to this American power. That's true right there. As soon as we started throwing money into politics, all you get is politics. Yeah. Right? He's, yeah. he's right. We can all We collectively could all agree that money in politics has, has destroyed the, the political machine. Indeed it has. Right? It has very much. I, he, he said I, I, he's not wrong about that. No. No, no he's no. not. Yeah. I think some people are hesitant to agree with Vladimir Putin following this interview. Well, you and know. I get it because for years we've been told the Russians are bad. The Russians are bad. They're, uh, Vladimir Putin bad. And, yeah, he's, he does not have America's best interest at heart. He's Russia first. But what he said there was right. We all collectively agree that the lobbyists control 
our politicians, yeah. which control our economy and our government. Yeah, yeah, he very much can see that. All right, 512-836-0590. Also this morning, uh, the TxDOT is going to purchase about seven acres of land near Camp Esperanza. That is the uh, homeless encampment that Governor Greg Abbott established. And, uh, and basically, uh, TxDOT admits that, hey, we do have some people that seek shelter and refuge under our bridges. So we thought it'd be a good idea to buy some land to, uh, you know, create more of these tiny homes where people can live. Right. Uh, right. 512-836-0590. And, uh, but yeah, they're, they're getting ready to begin, uh, you know, work on that project. Here is... Um, Text.engineer engineer Mike Ariano. We knew that we might be possibly uh, displacing the unhoused, and so we took proactive steps to uh, start an initiative to try to address this several years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's squeeze in. Let's see. Let's uh, Randy in Cedar Park this morning. Randy, good morning. Hey, hey good morning. Uh, thank, uh, thank all of you guys for public service you do. Thank you. Uh, I was, I was just going to say, uh, uh, first of all. The more you subsidize something, the, the more that you get. And the headline that said that Boston spent 200-something million and uh, the homelessness uh, problem got worse, uh, tell, you know, the, the answer to the whole thing is right there in the headlines. Uh, I don't think we all agree that, you know, uh, that's part of human nature, but it is. Uh, it's, it's, it's in our DNA. You know, <laughs> you subsidize. Uh, behavior the, like that, the more of it you get. Yeah, yeah. And I was wondering if you guys knew of any like summary of the audit. How did they spend that money? Because the the way these blue uh, cities operate is they they want to convince people that capitalism is wrong, so they they find a way to put home you know these vagrants on the street by changing ordinances that allows them to create a homeless czar and a staff and they grow their government based on the crisis that they, they, you know, uh, started. And, uh, and then you have this thing, you know, this 200 million spent on homelessness and they're buying hotels and there's like a a whole like industry associated with it. Now it's highly immoral. Yeah. No way. You asked a question that we've been asking for years. How is the money being spent? The city of Austin turned down a full citywide audit, yes. right, when they tricked us at the polls. Uh, but they are now considering uh, spending some money uh, for an outside third party to conduct an audit just of the homeless spending. So we don't know, really. And I don't even know if it's a full audit. They're, they're, they're really just calling it a review of programs and services and things such as that. So and they're spending $2 million on it. Which is tremendous. Yeah. 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 But I, I, I doubt they're going to actually get an audit because they don't want to. They don't want to look in the mirror. Uh, John is checking in on the Todd and Oz show. Hey, John. Good morning, guys. Yeah. I got a question and then a, a thought. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just wondering, has anybody checked in to where the DOT or the tech dot got the authority to, to buy land just yeah. because... Yeah, it's actually it was it was it was Greg Abbott. It was it was in 2019. Well, Greg Abbott actually tasked TexDOT and DPS uh, with establishing that 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 homeless camp there that we know now as, as Camp yeah, Esperanza, yeah. and to, uh, buy, to buy seven more acres on top of that. I mean that land out there. I mean they're they're selling land out here around Thrall Thorndale. I mean they got it priced for fifty two thousand an acre. Yeah. Well, what's, what's that land worth? But. I think Abbott probably sanctioned that as well because, I mean, the the press release I saw yesterday said Governor Greg Abbott, Mayor Kirk Watson, and TxDOT all announced the expansion. John, you don't like this idea of road project money going towards the homeless crisis. 
No, sir. I'll tell you what. There's a little there's a little situation going on in Maynard at the intersection of 973 and 290, mm-hmm. where all the toll road traffic from Austin is going to Houston, and all the thousands of houses that are being built between Elgin and Austin. Yeah, those people spend hours upon hours away from their family every day, coming and going, and all they need to do is maybe build a bridge, a, a circle around. I don't know, but the money that they're spending for the People that don't want to get up and, and do anything every day, and that's what it is. I mean, I, I I I feel sorry for these people because they've got no ambition, and that's that's not going to be solved by giving them anything. Yeah, I hear what you said. A, a step up, and yeah. that's hey, I got a job. You don't go do it. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, I hear what you said. Thank you, John. Appreciate, appreciate that, man. Yeah. I think it's a little different, though, the the way things are run at, at Esperanza or, or through Mobile Loaves and Fishes, uh, the Community First Village, stuff like that, because it's not just a, a city of Austin-run building where they throw you in it and they say, hey, we're going to give you all this stuff and, and feed you junk food all the time. There's a place like Esperanza, I, I, from what I understand, actually gives people who stay there a, a purpose, a sense of purpose, that, and I think that's a key ingredient to and a key difference between the way Austin does it. Yeah. The Other Ones Foundation, that's the group that's running Camp Esperanza. They've built about 200 mm-hmm. uh, little tiny houses. Uh, and with this purchase, they say that they'll be able to double their capacity out there. Yeah. Uh, but to be honest, the Other Ones Foundation is... It's been pretty successful. Max Mosco has done some great work. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Yeah. I, the, the city really needs to, I know it does a lot of work with Alan Graham and Max Mosco, but the city really should start modeling what it does after the success that they've had. And, and, and these, these things are only successful because they only allow people to stay there that are willing to follow the rules. 916, Todd Jeffries, Patrick Osborne, and you. Yeah, jump in at 512-836-0590. An Austin family is suing an American Airlines flight attendant who was accused of filming their nine-year-old daughter in the bathroom on a flight. Estes Thompson III is facing federal charges over the allegations that he did this uh, in a total of five different five different people on different flights. Lead attorney Paul Lelowin spoke with CBS Austin and says that they're also suing American Airlines. This wasn't a one-off occurrence. The fact that this could occur five times on their on their flights. They are absolutely responsible for this. Yeah, federal officials say Thompson uh, was caught in the act trying to record a 14-year-old on a flight from North Carolina to Boston. Yep, yep. Oh, man. He, uh, I, I think he taped up a, a, like a cell phone. Like he kind of taped it up on the ceiling or something like that or in an area, and, and this girl saw it, and I think she took video of it saying, look, I've, I found this thing, and kind of how this all came to light. Man, here's their attorney again. Literally, they got a knock on the door in December from the FBI they did not know that their daughter had been filmed. She didn't know that she'd been filmed. Wow, that's amazing. What a, what a scary knock on the door that is. Thompson mm-hmm. allegedly filmed five people with a hidden camera in the bathroom. The attorney there says American Airlines must be held accountable for allowing him to, uh, well, to have so many victims. I, it, it's, I mean, I, I, I understand the outrage. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of trying to figure out how American Airlines, I mean, if no, if even the victims, the victims didn't know. How would American Airlines going to know? I mean, I'm sure this guy passed some kind of back, background check. Yeah, I would assume American Airlines feels like they were victimized in this, too, and they don't, they don't want an employee doing this to children. Oh, yeah. Look no. at the negative publicity they're getting, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. 
Um, Unless they were aware of his nefarious activities and had a previous uh, incident involving a camera. Well, then they are extremely liable. Uh, that, well, we don't know if that's the side of the story, but no. that's the only thing I can think, right? But definitely... But you sue everybody. Whoever's, whoever's sure. got the money, you sue them all. Throw it all at the wall and whatever sticks. Yeah. Uh, but uh, definitely this guy, this Estes Thompson III... Uh, what he's accused of is, is pretty scummy. Yeah, no doubt. We got a picture of him, I think, don't we? Have we seen a picture of him mm-hmm. in, in some of the news yeah, outlets? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's out there. All right, uh, what a horrible story. I know. Yeah. I, it, it, you got to be careful everywhere you go now. Man, oh, man. And then to find out that way, the FBI comes knocking on your door. Hey, uh, your child was victimized by a pervert. Yes. What? Literally, they got a knock on the door in December from the FBI they did not know that their daughter had been filmed. She didn't know that she'd been filmed. Wow. Yeah, so apparently this this 14-year-old that, that discovered this, she got up in mid-flight, and she was about to use the bathroom. Thompson, though, said, oh, no, no, I need to go in there first and fix the, this broken seat or something. Comes out, and I, she found a, 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 let's see here, it was on the underside of the open toilet seat lid, affixed with handwritten notes saying, inoperative catering equipment, removed from service, seat broken. But underneath all those stickers were, uh, was where he hid that, that oh. camera. She took a picture of it, went back, showed her parents in mid-flight, and uh, every, it all fell down. They found a bunch of stuff on his phone, really oh, inappropriate man. stuff on his phone, really inappropriate AI-generated stuff on his phone, too, oh. which also was called into question about, well, you know, the legality of that, Ugh. you know, underage stuff. A real pervert, man. A total scumbag. But how about that family of the nine-year-old who had no idea that their child was victimized? Let me ask this. You don't tell the child, do you? You don't tell the child that you were victimized. The child's nine. Do you, you just don't tell the child, do you? That's a I very mean, good question. I mean, the FBI, as a parent, I'd want to know. But do you tell the child? I don't think you tell the child. I don't know about that. That's, I yeah. mean... I, 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 I don't either. I mean, if she's unaware, Actually. I mean, if the child's unaware, then the, then the child doesn't feel like she's been victimized, right? Or taken advantage of. I mean, that's an interesting thought. I don't know. What to do in that situation? I, I mean, I would hope that no one would have to be put in the situation to find out right. what they're, how they're going to react to it. Right. Uh, but yeah, at least they've got this guy out of the sky. Yeah. Finally. Listen, uh, some Republicans are uh, criticizing President Joe Biden for his age and his health after that DOJ report raised concerns about his uh, his mental acuity. Special counsel Robert Hur he decided not to charge the president's in a classified documents case, despite finding, quote, he willfully retained uh, disclosed classified materials after leaving the Obama administration. And the uh, special prosecutor says uh, there isn't enough evidence to convict of a crime. Well, that's not quite true. That's how Fox News wrote the story. There is tremendous evidence of a crime. The special counsel decided not to prosecute because they couldn't they couldn't bear the old man being on the witness stand. It wouldn't look good to uh, prosecute this old man that doesn't know who he is or where he is. Right. Right. Uh, I, I, it, it, to me, it is a terrible, terrible uh, d- defense of Joe Biden here. Oh, well, he's just too senile to stand trial. Yeah. Well, but but he, he can hold on to the new codes and, and stand up there and give press conferences and run the country still. Yeah. And, and the thing is, uh, the, you know, the, the Joe Biden supporters out there, and I know you're listening. Uh, I occasionally see your text. I know you're listening. You you can't push back on this. You really can't. You can't because if you push back and say, no, he's fine. He's very aware. Well, what you're saying is, is he is competent to stand trial for these issues. Mm. Yes. Right? Yes. I, yeah. 
<laughs> you lose either way, I guess. Here is uh, Representative Burgess Owens, the Republican from Utah. We're finally seeing what's been happening all this time. The Biden family should be ashamed of themselves to put a person like this, put him through this. And the fact that he cannot, he, he's not in a position cognitively to be a leader in our country. It's now become cruel to watch, hasn't it? Yeah, and, and, and it's been, you know, if you think back on the campaign trail leading up to 2020, you know, there were questions about his mental acuity then. And, and, and there were, you know, little pockets of moments, you know. We could see it. But we've watched. It, it's been a full, I mean, he's just degraded over the course. And, and now every, every time he gets up there, he gets lost. He thinks too hard and his diaper gets dirty. You know, it's just, it, 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 you're right. It, it, it's a very dangerous thing for us to have a, a man who's senile as the president. Shame on the Biden family. Yeah. Shame on them doing this to this old man. Shame on the Democrat Party, too. New York Republican Congresswoman Claudia Tenney on Fox News at night calling on President Biden's cabinet to explore using the 25th Amendment to remove the commander in chief. This has become a long time embarrassing situation. Special counsel Robert Hur's report on the president's mishandling of classified documents did not recommend criminal charges against him. But Hur describes the president as a, quote, sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. The 25th Amendment allows the cabinet to remove a president from office who becomes disabled to a point where they can't do their job. When asked by reporters about Hur's description of him, President Biden said his memory is fine and he's the, quote, most qualified person in this country to be president. Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. He got kind of mad when they were when they were pressing him on it. He, he, he even... He even lobbed an insult toward uh, I think it was Peter Ducey. Yeah, yeah, he was he 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 kind of lashed out at it. No, I I'm sharp. I know who I'm what I'm doing. Yeah, I, I let you, I, I'm sharp he, enough to let you a- ask a question. He doesn't understand that the special prosecutor gave him a way out of prosecution. Yeah, by saying, "Hey, he's not fit." Play the role of the feeble old man who gets to at least ride out the rest of his term as president. Yeah. But I, I, yeah, I watched Ducey. Uh, he he rolled with it. Uh, you know, afterwards he was like, "Oh yeah, he was just making a joke." But I don't think he was. I th- I think he was genuinely just being a, you know a jerk. Right. Something the special counsel said in his report is that one of the reasons you were not charged is because, in his description, you are a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. I'm well-meaning, and I'm an elderly man, and I know what the hell I'm doing. I've been president, and I put this country back on its feet. I don't need his recommendation. It's How totally bad out- is your memory, and can you continue as president? My memory is so bad, I can let you speak. That's, uh, that's, 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 your memory has gotten worse, Mr. President? My memory is not gotten, my memory is fine. My memory, take a look at what I've done since I've become president. None of you thought I could pass any of the things I got passed. How'd that happen? You know, I guess I just forgot what was going on. Mr. President, Mr. President, voters have concerns about your age. How are you going to persuade them? And do you fear that this report is only going to fuel further concerns about your age? Only by some of you. All right, there you go. Yeah, that was uh, that was yesterday. In the very same briefing, he confused the Egyptian president with the Mexican president. That's right. He got did. their names confused. He did. I, I I don't know how he could sit there and say I I I got this country back up on its feet. No, all he's done is beat this country to its knees. His angry reaction is actually a is, is actually a symptom of dementia. Yeah, his angry You're rebuttal. Right. That's. People with dementia do that. They do. They yeah. Do. So do people who are who get defensive because they know that what they're being pressed on is ac- actually legitimate. Yeah. Uh, John is checking in from twenty two twenty two this morning. John, good morning uh, on the Todd and Oz show. What's on your mind, John? 
Hey guys, yeah. one of the things that uh, I I have not heard, and I can't believe I haven't heard it yet, is that Joe Biden used classified documents for financial gain. He did. He absolutely he did. Them. Yeah, with that biographer. He, when, right. And, and the, the special. Not only did he show it, but he talked about it. There was audio recordings of him being interviewed by the uh, the biographer about his new book about Joe Biden. That's on tape. Reading from the these documents verbatim, yeah. sometimes for more than an hour at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the and the other thing is, he didn't write that book for philanthropic purposes. No. So he he's doing it for financial gain, and that's a huge huge issue. Yeah. When you compare that to what they're trying to say Trump did. I think you could make a legitimate argument he should resign today, right? Mm. Right? Well, sure. you could make that argument, but uh, do you really want Kamala Harris as president? No, don't want that. Don't want that at all. Man, what does it say about Kamala Harris this morning? Joe Biden is not even fit to stand trial. What does it say about her? The, nobody, nobody that votes in America, left or right of the mainstream and the left or right of any political issue, nobody on the left wants Kamala Harris to temporarily replace Joe Biden. That's how bad she is. Yeah. That's how bad she is. What does that say about her? I, I, I mean, that, it's really, really, a, it's, a, it's a sad indictment on how ineffective and unlikable she is. An old, frail old man who doesn't remember what he had for breakfast is better than Kamala Harris. We're in a bad spot right now. Democrats are. Well, but by default, us as a whole That's nation true. are. That's true. Yeah, it's a good point. Uh, listen, uh, you could jump in at 512-836-0590 here on the Todd and Oz Show. Listen, I think it was a story just last week in which, uh, was it uh, one of the news outlets that said that uh, Joe Scarborough was uh, Joe Biden's favorite? Uh-huh. His favorites out there? Yeah, yeah. And I and I I, we, I mean you watch just for a couple of minutes of it you could find out how much love how much he loves Joe Biden. Yeah, I'm just curious as to how they're covering covering this. Uh, it'd be interesting to hear what they've had to say this morning. Uh, here here's a montage of uh, of some of those Joe Biden supporters uh, last night as this story was unfolding. A special counsel report found him. No 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 that's uh, that's from Fox News. We'll get we'll get this in a second. Hang on, let's go to uh, Jeffrey on Mopac. Good morning, Jeffrey. Hey guys. Yeah. Hey guys, uh, you know, there's so many different ideas with this whole thing that we're seeing the ineptness, but nobody's really bringing up the accountability for who is not keeping track of all of the secured classified documents throughout yeah. this entire country. They, what the heck is going on? Yeah. What a, you know, that that's not even being emphasized in this whole process. That's a good point. You know, you're absolutely right. Listen, Jeffrey, you know this. Anything the government touches, well, government is mediocre at its very best. At its very, very best, it's mediocre. Yes. And, uh, yeah. and yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And, and we have a series of presidents that, that have done this, right? Oh, George, the, yeah. the Bushes, Barack Obama. Donald Trump. Exactly. And it's Clinton. it's a Clinton, it's a it's a real fundamental problem at the highest level. The highest level of national security. And and the problem is there's nobody that's supposed to be maintaining and keeping track of all of these documents is 
lacking accountability or they're just plain scared or, or just don't want to do their job. It's complete yeah. ineptness. Well, let me, let me ask you this. Maybe we may be able to answer the question right here. Who would you trust? The FBI? The CIA? No. The NSA? No. no. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> then who? There's nobody I, I else. I don't know. There. I yeah. Mean, yeah. When I had to handle classified information, it, it was it was looked at with a fine-tooth comb. Any deviation whatsoever, I would have lost my security clearance. I would have been reprimanded. I could have lost my 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 position in the Air Force. Just, this is this is ludicrous yeah. that this has gotten this far. Jeffrey, people have gone to jail for things like this. That that gamer oh, kid yes, last for year. Less. Yeah, to share for, a kid. for much less. For much less. Well, I, I guess it clears the way because uh, they, they they didn't prosecute Hillary for the same reasons, right. or Clinton, or the Bushes. Well, but yet Donald Trump is still on trial. Right. So this sets the standard. Yeah. This sets the standard now. I would think that those charges, or at least those cases against Donald Trump, have to be dropped. Right? Trump says so. You know, I mean, he he says he he, he was covered by the Presidential Records Act. And he says Joe Biden was not. Joe Biden was the vice president. That's right. Correct. Well, he had stuff when he was a senator, also. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, it, it's it's very clear that that uh, you know it's it's one one system for the Bidens, yeah. and another for everybody else. Listen, uh, the special counsel reports on Joe Biden's theft of classified documents. It was a key topic this morning on MSNBC. What was it? Uh, host uh, Mika and her husband Joe they were very angry at the uh, at the special counsel, concluding that Joe Biden has uh, a faulty memory and seems feeble to put on trial. Here's here's their spin on this story. The special counsel wrote that the president could also portray himself at trial as an elderly man with a poor memory who would be sympathetic to a jury. Hers description. Well, I, 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 a neurologist. And a lawyer. Let me just finish, but I agree. Well, no, but no, but, 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 no, but we kind of need to stop there. A neurologist. You're talking about her. Her mm -hmm. from Trump University. No. And uh, I mean, I'm so, I'm so, I'm just, I've got to stop right here. I know we want to go on and 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 finish this report, but I've just got to start. Ken, uh, Ken Delanian, so bizarre, and there's so many people that immediately heard. This these random random conclusions, irrelevant conclusions, uh, politically charged, Trump like uh, uh, Trump like uh, ramblings. Uh, who first of all wondered why in the world he would put that in a report, uh, his neurological assessment of Joe Biden, and secondly why Merritt Garland would release. Uh, garbage like that in the Justice Department report. Can can you give us any insight? Because it sure sounds like James Comey in 2016, who July couldn't indict Hillary Clinton legally, so he decided to hold a press conference and indict her politically. Uh, Joe, I understand where you're coming from on that. I think a lot of people feel that way, but let me give you the explanation that I have heard from Justice Department officials and some insight into why that was in there, though it did, did seem gratuitous to a lot of people. 
If Rob Hur is saying, I have evidence that Joe Biden willfully retained classified information, then in fact, he didn't just find those documents in 2022, as we all thought. He actually found them in 2017, and he's recorded saying that to his ghostwriter. Uh, so why isn't he charging him? Well, he has to explain that. So the explanation is Joe Biden said he didn't remember. He was recorded saying, I found classified documents in my house in Virginia to the ghostwriter. He's recorded disclosing classified information to the ghostwriter, according to this report. But he says he forgot that. So Rob Herr has to explain that, in fact, the, the larger context is here is that Mr. Biden has forgotten a lot of things. He forgot uh, the dates that he was vice president, according to this report. He forgot at one point during the interview when his son died. He forgot a key figure uh, in, in the Afghanistan debate that he cared a lot about which side of the debate he was on. And so Rob Herr felt like he had no choice, I'm told, but to lay out in detail the faults he found with Joe Biden's memory and explain how that would be perceived in front of a jury because he's gonna have to go up to Congress and justify to a bunch of angry Republicans why Donald Trump is being charged with retaining classified documents, but Joe Biden isn't. Yeah, I guess Joe Scarborough is arguing that uh, that Joe Biden is fit to stand trial. Yeah, yeah, sounds okay. like it. All right. I mean, it, it, there was an article that came out not long ago talking about how Joe Biden, you know, he, he will sometimes call Joe Scarborough for advice on certain topics and 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 things like that. Uh, I know that Kamala Harris, big fan of him as well. And I think she just recently, along with that eunuch she's married to, mm. hosted Mika and and Joe Scarborough at their house. Mm -hmm. uh, so you know, of course, he's he's going to be a big lackey for the Biden administration. Yeah, and that's that's clearly what he is. Yeah, uh, jump in five one two eight three six zero five ninety. And uh, we do expect a decision, uh, I guess, from the Supreme Court. Uh, I don't think it's going to be today or this week or this weekend. Uh, but they should have a decision when it comes to Colorado's decision uh, to remove the former president from the state primary ballots. And, and the Supreme Court justices, uh, in the opening arguments yesterday that we played for you, um, they're not buying it. The question seems to be less of if the Supreme Court will rule against Colorado, but if this ruling will be unanimous. Oral arguments lasted for over two hours yesterday, during which time Colorado petitioners made the monumental argument that the former president is disqualified from holding public office because of his actions on January 6th of 21. So this argument, it's based off of a Civil War clause in the Constitution. Relevant part of that reads, no person shall hold any office under the United States who, having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States to support the Constitution of the United States shall have engaged in an insurrection. Yeah, now the high court's decision would have a major effect on uh, other states seeking similar challenges to uh, Trump being on their ballots. And they're just kind of waiting and seeing. I, I, I think this is going to be a, a nine to zero, eight to one, maybe seven to kind of votes. It'd be kind of embarrassing again for uh, for a lot of folks. I will be surprised if it's anything if it's any closer than eight one. Really, I I didn't I didn't see much at all uh, indicate or well, hear much indication at all that there is any interest in, by the Supreme Court to to really just upend everything. I mean, you could have because almost immediately what you you would have, of course, you'd have one state taking one candidate off, the other states taking another candidate off. You could have a situation where. One state that took took a candidate off the ballot decided the entire election for the rest of the nation. That's not good. No, that's not how the system not at was all. designed. Yeah. So uh, to me, this is this is a preschool level common sense stuff right here. Good point. That, uh, that, that you, this will just destroy the nation. 
947 here on the Tadanaz Show. Yeah, you can jump in here at 512-836-0590. Well, despite her family coming from slaveholders, The View host, Sonny Hostin, declares, I still want my reparations. <laughs> of course she does. Yeah, she was uh, on the on an episode on, uh, I guess it's one of those Finding Your Roots episodes on uh-huh. PBS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of the, the host name now. He's a professor. Uh, I can't think of his name. Uh, but anyway, it's uh, um, Henry Louis Gates Jr. Yeah, that's his okay. name. Henry right. Louis Gates Jr. He revealed to uh, Hostin on, on one of his latest shows where they do a DNA test and that sort of thing that her ancestors... Uh, on her maternal side, uh, were likely involved uh, with the slave trade uh, in um, in Spain, and uh, and and owned at least uh, several human beings, is what uh, the report says. Though she acknowledged in the news uh, with the panel that she insisted she desil- still deserves reparations. I uh, believe no. in reparations, by the way. So y'all can stop texting me and emailing me and saying that that I'm a white girl and I don't deserve reparations. Don't be calling me a white girl. She says. <laughs> That's right, because that's a big insult nowadays. Well, she should open up the show on The View today and apologize for her slave-trading family history, right? Mm. I mean, that's what they tell tell a lot of white people, right? Is she going to condemn that, that that part of her family? Probably, she should, probably right? Not, right? Right? You don't think she will? Well, you know what? Honestly, I don't think that she needs to, because it was it was so many generations ago. Nobody needs to apologize for what happened you know, to to family members that you know, you you don't even know the names of the family members who 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 might have had anything to do with with this kind of thing. Most I, of us don't. I agree one thousand percent with what you just said. But coming from her, it's kind of fun seeing her squirm a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She I, said <laughs> she says despite initially feeling uh, deeply disappointed about the revelation, uh, she remarked that she feels enriched knowing her family's history. I'm enriched by knowing that my family has come so far, being enslavers to my mother marrying uh, my father in 1968. Uh, you're not responsible for what they did, is what Joy Bear responded. You're not responsible. For what they did. But everybody else is. But everybody else is. That's absurd. For what they did. That is absurd. Uh, nobody. no, Nobody at this point in time is responsible for what happened hundreds of years ago. No. Sorry. Uh, and, and nobody uh, is, is owed anything for something that happened hundreds of years ago. I just think it's just poetic justice. Here's a quote. Uh, this is part of the show. She says she was deeply disappointed. She actually cried about it. And then she said, maybe that's why I have been so connected to the black culture because of the anointment of my spirit. What? The anointment of your spirit? What is that? That is... That's gobbledygook. That's what that is. Is a hippie? She says, I also found out and there were uh, slaves on both sides of the family. Hmm. Yeah. Hey, but she says, I'm 7% indigenous Puerto Rican. That's what she says. Hmm. Okay, well... She talked about the the slaves that were still being brought in and sold in the Ottoman Empire decades after the slaves were freed in the United States. Mm. They were actually European slaves, by the way. I'm just curious. This is wild. That's uh, that show, man. It's revealing some. Uh, it's putting people in their place. Have you seen this show? Uh, just just the little clips when they pop up from yeah, time to yeah, time. Yeah. Some of it gets emotional. It's pretty interesting. Well, I think it, I, some people probably find some really cool stuff about their family. And I think. I still believe in reparations, by the way, so y'all can stop texting me and emailing me and saying that I'm a white girl and that I don't deserve reparations. That's, I still believe that. I don't know who sent her a thing telling her she was a white girl. Okay, it's too much, people. 
clean off your television screen. Yeah, it's, it's, that's a lot. What's wrong so, with being a white girl? So I still believe in reparations. I still believe this country has a lot to do in terms of racial justice. Yeah, there you go. Sunny. Sunny, the white girl on The View. She's the white girl on The View, by the way. She's the white girl. Well, somebody somebody had to replace, uh, what's her name? Hasselbeck. That's right. That's right. I heard, and I hope I didn't misread this or, or just imagine it, mm-hmm. I, but I heard that The View's not going to get picked up again next year. Oh, really? That, the, that those, oh. those screeching banshees are finally going to be off the airwaves. Oh, man. Once and for all. No, man. That's just too bad. All that, all that golden content they've generated over the years? Well, what are unemployed people going to watch during daytime television? <laughs> what are they going to watch? Personal injury attorney commercials. Yeah, I guess so. All right, jump in. 512-836-0590. We got an update. Investigators looking at the NYPD body cam footage uh, to better understand the role that these illegal aliens played when they jumped two police officers in Times Square. Have you seen it? Yeah. This body cam footage? Yeah. Pretty intense. The new body cam video definitely paints a clearer picture of the incident. The Manhattan DA believes 11 people are involved. At least several of them are migrants. It appears that it all started while trying to disperse the crowd. The officers attempt to move the man away, but as they do that, he pushes back and the officers then take him to the ground. His friends then jump in and kick the officers while they're down. Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg laid out the charges against the five identified migrants. They all face felonies, including several second degree assault charges and one charge of tampering with evidence. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, nice to see Alvin Bragg finally coming out and doing something. Well, he uh, he's he's facing a lot of heat for not doing something faster. Yeah, I know. Right? Rightfully so. Yeah. I mean, it, the the New York has been made a national laughingstock uh, over over this. Yeah. And it didn't need much help from that. Re- Getting national recently. attention out of mm-hmm. all this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty intense. Like you said, though, that that body cam footage. You the know, you, you see that cop he's scrambling to try to get back up on his feet. And it's, yeah. I mean, it's it's really chaotic. Absolutely, it is uh, nine fifty three here at KLBJ. Listen, got an update on a, a Michigan transgender woman who uh, lost her case against an ex lover. She sued the ex lover because the ex lover threw a jar of her testicles that she kept in the refrigerator. Just threw them away. And everybody knows you don't do that with your testicles in a jar. You don't throw them away. You keep Forget them forever. Forget about it. It's something you keep close to you forever and ever. I, I think that may be the most uh, confusing sentence I've ever heard you speak. I know. Brianna Kingsley, born a man, lives at a woman, had her testicles removed, and was seeking $6,500 from a former lover who disposed of the surgically removed testicles. Uh-huh. I mean, I think this is evidence of a mental illness, right? If that's not, I don't know what is. Well, the, bo- the boyfriend claims... That the body parts had been rotting in the fridge for more than a year. I mean, he didn't have a problem with the with the nudicles in the freezer, <laughs> but they started rotting and it started to smell, so he threw them away. Well, the judge told Kingsley that um, couldn't really do much for her now that the testicles have been uh, thrown away. I can't, I, and I can't put a dollar amount on it either. If you were missing sixteen dollars because you missed an hour of work, I could understand that, but. I don't know what the value of the testicles that you removed are. Oh, my God. So the case was thrown out. Brianna Kingsley has truly lost her nuts now. <laughs> that is the most wild thing I've ever seen. Let me ask you a question. When you got into radio, mm-hmm. did you ever imagine that you were going to say something like that? You ever imagine you were going to say on the airwaves, just throwing out the testicles wow. from a refrigerator? 
The Todd and Oz Show, weekday mornings 5 to 10 on News Radio KLBJ. Most professional exterior paint jobs are guaranteed two to three years. Rhino Shield is guaranteed for 25 years. Hey, everybody, Todd Jeffries here for Rhino Shield. It's a ceramic coating that is eight times thicker than paint. It can be applied over any surface, including wood, bricks, stucco, steel, hardy board, vinyl, even your roof. And right now, they're offering a 15% discount. For a free quote, Texas Rhino Shield at 855 855- Rhino TX. That's 855 Rhino TX. And online, TexasRhinoShield.com.